You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Smart listeners, do you want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself? Would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising? It's easy. Call 858-848-6186. Advertise your business on the airways with the LUTG radio show. 858-848-6186. There's brand new listeners daily, and this ad is sponsored by LUTGradio.com. That number again is 858-848-6186. And by the way, you're listening, aren't you? Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah, this is um Devotionals with Jesus Christ and Kathy Brox. I am Kathy Brox. Glory to God. Amen. Um you uh can uh, check us out on lutgradio.com. Amen. That is the main website. Praise the Lord as well as Anchor and Spreaker and a host of other podcast uh, locations. But going live, we are on Spreaker and the LUTGradio.com. So you can hit me up on chat if you like. Amen. If you got questions or whatnot, I'll be happy to answer them. Um, I'll try and answer them as I'm going along, but more than likely it'll be um, after, after I finish. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved, 100%, and he would have it no other way than for you to be blessed. So, Heavenly Father, we want to come to you, Lord God, with praise and thanksgiving, Father, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Lift your hands up when you pray. Amen. As in surrendering to the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God, for this show. Thank you, Lord God, for helping me uh, to be a part of the kingdom of God by doing devotionals um, every morning uh, so that those that want to participate and maybe want a friend to read the Bible with. Amen. You and I are here. Glory to God. I thank you, Lord God, for wisdom and understanding. Lord God, that in all our getting, we do get understanding that we may apply it to our daily lives, that whatever we do, that is it, it is honoring you. And as we honor you, we honor ourselves. I thank you, Lord God, that our um, praise and thanks unto you, Lord God, and our obedience, Lord God, which is by your instruction and by your help, will open up the floodgates and you will pour out a blessing to us more than we can count, Father. We thank you, Lord God, for helping us to hear you and to obey, to um, understand you and to continue to preach your gospel. I thank you, Lord God, for opening up the word to us, Lord God, for you only expect us to be perfect in your love, which is loving you, Lord God, with all our heart, mind, soul and strength and loving our neighbors as we love ourselves, and loving our brothers and sisters in Christ as Jesus loves the church. We thank you, Lord God for giving us the the desire to love you and to receive forgiveness of our sins. We thank you, Lord God, for without forgiveness, we would not be able to love you, nor ourselves, nor the brethren, nor our neighbors. We thank you, Father. Lord, for you are worthy. Thank you for being present today. Amen. In each and every one of our lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Also, thank you, Lord God, for steady, steady gate in my speech as I go forth to read your words. 
And um, thank you, Lord God, for my keen sight and the keen sight of all those that are reading. Because sometimes we're reading in low light. Amen. And whether we're reading in good light, low light, bad light, whatever light. Thank you, Lord God, for keen sight. Whether we're reading the Bible or doing anything throughout the day. Thank you, Lord God, for a sound mind and a sound body. Glory to God. You always want to, even though you have that, just give God thanks for what you already have. Because sometimes we may say words, and I pray that we don't say words to uh, cause destruction to ourselves. But every now and then, even pastors or uh, people that really love God, we may say things that we think, oh, that's just, you know, that's just a saying. And God is like, well, whatever you say, um, it, it, there is a response in the spirit. And so what we want to do is make sure that we are saying good things uh, about the Lord to the Lord and about us. Amen. Whatever we say, let it be a blessing uh, to us. Amen. Glory to God. So even though you have 2020 vision, you have perfect vision. Thank you, Lord, for my vision. Thank you, Lord God, for my keen vision. Um, even though you are healthy in your whole body, thank you, Lord God, for my sound body. Amen. Thank God for what he's given you. Thank God for what he is going to give you, what you're believing for. Amen. Glory to God. So we're doing Genesis uh, chapter 38 through 40. Amen. And again, I am using the King James Version and I'm in the Bible Gateway app. You can use any app you like. You version Bible Gateway. Those are the ones that I know that um, just put up the Bible as is. They don't really add. They don't add to it or take away from it. Amen. So chapter 38. I already see a word that I know that I can pronounce. So here we go. <clears throat> By the grace of God. And it came to pass at that time that Judah went down from his brethren and turned into a certain Adolamite whose name was Hira. And Judah saw there a daughter of a certain Canaanite, Can yeah, Canaanite, whose name was Shua. And he took her and he went in unto her. And she conceived and bare a son, and he called his name Er. And she conceived again and bare a son, and she called his name Onan. And she yet again conceived and bare a son and called his name Shelah. And, she, and he was at Shezeb. When she bare him and Judah took a wife for Ur, her firstborn, whose name was Tamar or Tamar. And Ur, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord and the Lord slew him. Wow. I'm just saying that's that's got to be some serious wicked, some serious wickedness for God to just go. You know what? You out, Push, bam, gone. I don't even want to deal with it. You gone. Hmm. Uh, verse eight. And Judah said unto Onan, go in unto thy brother's wife and marry her 
and raise up seed to thy brother. And Onan knew that the seed should not be his, and it came to pass when he went in unto his brother's wife, that he spilled it on the ground, lest he should uh, give seed to his brother. Now, that, that, that seems a bit wicked, right? It, it only meant that the, I mean, it wouldn't have had his brother's DNA. It said give seed to his brother, meaning, I, I don't know. I, I was confused about that one. I was thinking, okay, well, it's the second brother's seed. It's his sperm, so it's his DNA. But it would that be like, you know how God does miracles, that the DNA would actually turn into the first, into Ur's DNA? But I was thinking that it would be like an uh, an homage unto his brother since, you know, since his brother was wicked, God wouldn't want to bring up another wicked thing. He would want, you know, pay homage. I'm I'm just saying. But you know how God is. He'll change stuff. So that's curious. But let's keep reading on. I know y'all had that question because I had that question. Okay, Lord, answer that question for me. Because I think it's. You changed that seed. You was going to change that DNA. Yeah, boy. And the king, which, (laughs) and the thing which he did displeased the Lord. Wherefore he slew him also. So not only was Ur wicked, but his brother was wicked too. in that he didn't believe God. And then said Judah to Tamar, his daughter-in-law, remain a widow at thy father's house. Till Sheila, my son, be grown. And he said, Lest peradventure he die also as his brethren did. And Tamar went and dwelt in her father's house. And in process of time, the daughter of Shua, Judah's wife, died. And Judah was comforted and went up unto his sheep, unto his sheep shears in Timnah. He and his friend Hera and Adolamite. And it was told Tamar, saying, Behold, thy father in law goeth up to Timnath to shear his sheep. And she put her widow's garments off from her and covered her with a veil and wrapped herself and sat in an open place, which is by the way to Timnath. For she saw that Sheila had grown and she was not given unto him to wife. When Judah saw her, he thought her to be an harlot because she had covered her face. And he turned unto her by the way and said, Go to, I pray thee, let me come in unto thee. For he for um, he knew not that she was his daughter-in-law. And she said, what would thou give me that thou mayest come in unto me? And he said, I will send thee a kid from the flock. And she said, will thou give me a pledge till thou send it? She negotiated, didn't she? And he said, what pledge shall I give thee? And she said, thy signet and thy bracelets and thy staff that is in thine hand. And he gave it to her and came in unto her and she conceived by him. 
So she knew the brothers couldn't get it done, but the father could. The problem is she deceived him. So she was just as wicked as Er, her husband. But I think she was more frustrated. She was like, oh, and then waiting for this little boy to grow up to become a man and then to marry him. She felt like that ain't going to happen. And I don't really feel right about that, you know, because, you know, he did he little bruh. And so she's like, I want me a grown man. <laughs> and since his wife was dead anyway, she felt like she wasn't really doing anything wrong because both of their spouses were dead. So she's like, I want me a child. So I'm going to get it by any means necessary. I ain't saying that's right. I'm just saying that's what she did. Verse 19, and she arose and went away and laid by her veil and laid by her veil from her and put on the garments of her widowhood. And Judah sent the kid by the hand of his friend, a Dolomite, to receive his pledge from the woman's hand. Um, but he found her not. Then he asked the men of that place saying, where is the harlot that was openly by the wayside? And they said, there was no harlot in this place. And he returned to Judah and said, I cannot find her. And also the men of the place said that there was no harlot in this place. And Judah said, let her take, um, let her take it to her. Let her take it to her. Lest we be shamed, behold, I sent this kid, and thou hast not found her. And it came to pass about three months after that it would be told Judah, saying, Tamar, thy daughter-in-law, have played the harlot. And also, behold, she is with child by whoredom. And Judah said, Bring her forth, and let her be burnt. When she was brought forth, she sent to her father-in-law, saying, by the man whose these are, am I with child? And she said, discern, I pray thee, whose are these, the signet and the bracelets and staff? And Judah acknowledged them and said, she hath been more righteous than I, because that I gave her not to Sheila, my son. And she knew her, I'm sorry, and he knew her again, no more. Meaning he didn't go into her no more. And so he called her wise. And like I said, you know, she had to do what she had to do. Um, it was unjust and because she almost got killed for it. But she did what she had to do because she wanted a baby. Because back then, a baby, a woman without a child is considered eh, just like no good, you know. And it came to pass in the time of her travail that beyond that, that behold, twins were in her womb. Whoa. And it came to pass when she travailed that the one put out his hand and the midwife took and bound his hand with a scarlet thread saying, this came out first. And it came to pass as she drew back, I'm sorry, as he drew back his hand that behold, his brother came out and she said, how uh, hast thou broken forth this breach be upon thee? Therefore, his name was called Pharez. Notice another set of twins fighting for the first place, right? And afterward, because before it was uh, Esau and Jacob, and afterward came out his brother that had the scarlet thread upon his hand, and his name was called Zara. 
That is the end of chapter 38. Amen. And you're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Glory to God. Consider becoming a sponsor of LUTG Radio. Amen. We need your uh we need your assistance, amen, in keeping uh the word of God on air, amen, and doing more for the kingdom of God. Smart listeners, do you want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself? Would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising? It's easy. Call 858-848-6186. Advertise your business on the airways with the LUTG radio show. 858-848-6186. It's brand new listeners daily. And this ad is sponsored by LUTGradio.com. The number again is 858-848-6186. And by the way, you're listening, aren't you? All right. So chapter 39 and Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar and an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian brought him to the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph and he was a a prosperous man and he was in the house of his master of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And God can do that for you too. You don't have to be a slave. God, see Joseph prospered wherever he was. Amen. He had wisdom, glory to God. And Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him. And he made him overseer over his house and all that he had put um, into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptians house for Joseph's sake. And the blessings of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and he knew, and he knew not aught he had save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was greatly, I'm sorry, and Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph. And she said, lie with me. And he refused and um, said unto his master's wife, behold, my master would have not what it is, what is with me in this house, and he have committed all that he hath to my hand. In other words, no, girl, your master, I mean, your husband, you know, he the boss. What's up with you? I ain't doing that nasty. Okay, and then we continue on. There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And it came to pass, as she spake to Joseph day by day, that he hearkened not unto her to lie by her or to be with her. And it came to pass about that time that Joseph went in unto the house to do his business, and there was none of the men of the house there within. Dun, 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 dun. And she caught him by his garment, saying, lie with me and he left his garment in her hand and fled and uh, got him out meaning he's like i'm running for my life holly to babylon holly to babylon 
Get away from me. You're gonna get me killed. The man in the house is gonna slay me. Look, ho, get away from me. I don't want to be around you, girl. Get away from me. I'm telling you now, I got a woman. I don't want to be with you. You got a man. Won't you tell your man how much you want to do that thing? That's what he there for, girl. What you messing with me for? Go on now. Man, pew, I'm out of here. <laughs> First 13. And it came to pass when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and was fled forth, that she called upon the men of the house and spake unto them, saying, See, he hath brought in a Hebrew unto us to mock us. He came in unto me to lie with me, and I cried with a loud voice. Well, you know, I really cried. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me. Verse 15. And it came to pass when he heard that I lifted up my voice and cried that he lifted his he left his garment with me and fled and got him out. She's like, he ain't even give me no kiss, y'all. And she laid up his garment by her until his Lord come home, came home. And she spake unto him according to these words, saying, The Hebrew servant which thou hast brought unto us came in unto me to mock me. And it came to pass, as I lifted up my voice and cried, he left his garment with me and fled out. And it came to pass, when his master heard the words of his wife, which she spake unto him, saying, After this manner did thy servant to me that his wrath was kindled. Oh boy was like, What? Oh no, he didn't. See, all, all a man got to hear is some dude touch his wife. He ain't even looking for the truth unless, unless he know, dude. He like, Oh, freak no, dude, you dying today. You you out, man, is you done. Verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did, there he was the doer of it. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand because the Lord was with him and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. See, when you have done something wrong, you won't prosper and you definitely won't prosper for long because God is going to make sure things get right. And so this chick lied. She lied like the sun rises in the morning. This girl lied like the moon sets in the evening. This woman lied. Amen. You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, consider becoming a sponsor of uh, LUTG Radio. Verse, I mean, chapter 40. You can go to LUTGradio.com to do that. Amen. Here we go. Chapter 40. It says, 
And it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offended their Lord, the king of Egypt. And Pharaoh was wroth against two of his officers, against the chief of the butlers and against the chief of the bakers. And he put them in word in the house of the captain of the guard. Meaning they, put, they went to jail, fool. And, I'm sorry, man. Into the prison and place where Joseph was bound. And the captain of the guard charged Joseph with them and he served them and they continued a season in war. Now, how long is a season? And they dreamed a dream <laughs> and they dreamed the dream. Both of them, each man, his dream, a season is three months. All right. Okay. And they dreamed the dream. Each of them uh, dreamed the dream. Both of them, each man, his dream in one night, each man, according to the interpretation of his dream, the butler and the baker uh, of the king of Egypt, which were bound in the prison. And Joseph came in unto them in the morning and looked upon them and behold, they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with them in the ward of the, of his Lord's house saying, wherefore look ye so sadly uh, today. And they said unto him, we have dreamed a dream. And there is no interpreter of it. And Joseph said unto them, do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me, tell me them, I pray you. And the chief butler told him his dream, uh, told his dream to Joseph and said to him, in my dream, behold, a vine was before me. And in the vine were three branches and it was, and it was though it budded. And her blossoms shot forth, and the clusters thereof brought forth ripe grapes. And Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes and pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup unto Pharaoh's hand. And Joseph said unto him, This is the interpretation of it. The three branches are three days. Within three days uh, shall Pharaoh lift up his, thine head and restore thee unto thy place. And thou shalt deliver Pharaoh's cup into his hand after the former manner um, when thou hast uh, was his butler. But think, uh, but think on me when it shall be well with thee and show kindness, I pray thee unto me and make mention of me unto Pharaoh and bring me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews, and here also have I done nothing that should put me into this into the dungeon. When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said unto Joseph, I also was in my dream, and behold, I had three white baskets on my head, and in the uttermost basket there was all manner of baker meats for Pharaoh. And the birds did eat them out of the basket upon my head. And Joseph answered and said, this is the interpretation thereof. The three baskets are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up his head from off thee and shall hang thee on a tree and the birds shall eat, shall eat thy flesh from off thee. And it came to pass the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, that he made a feast unto all his servants. And he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. Wow. Ooh, 
dude wasn't playing, was he? And he restored the chief butler unto his butler, uh, butlership again. And he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand, but he hanged the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. Glory to God. When God tells a, a man of God the interpretation of a dream, it is so. Amen. And when he puts it in the heart of the wicked or allows the heart of the wicked to do, to take a life, that's what it is. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. We don't never want to be at the hands of of a Pharaoh. Never, ever. That's why you need to get saved. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the time. Give your heart to the Lord. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, pray this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with all my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in a dark place. And from this day forward, I will leave this place and tell everyone about you, everyone I meet. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this word for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. 